Good morning to everyone for episode 187 of Treaty Talk with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callaghan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. We're back live, Matt, today for a special Munster Hurling final preview. We'll go through that game between Limerick and Clare in, in great detail. Look forward to what's going to be on Vince's occasion, whichever way it goes. Limerick going for four in a row, Clare going for a first one since 95. We'll briefly look back on that uh, Munster football final defeat. We have Komogi. Your share for Dave, the state of the league. So stay tuned for a jam-packed episode. The impression the game you get old with what you put into it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, I'm Buckley. Give that to Tomas O'Shea. He deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the Saturday game. Limerick went out there from the world court today. The more about him, they made all the run, that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. We're back live, Matt. Uh, we've a Munster fine to look forward to. The, the sun is shining. It's it's real summery weather. We're actually in summer now, the, the 3rd of June. It's all set up to be a cracking weekend. Oh, yeah. With the, uh, ho- hopefully, Jack, um, <clears throat> the, the weather is good. And, of course, let's hope to be a good weekend that, you know, Limerick's fortunes will match. Um, the weather this weekend, so you know, really, really looking forward to it. Um, um, I, I, do you know something, Jack? Um, um, we're in a, an unusual position uh, today in that um, we're not reviewing Limerick wins for the yeah. past week. So um, it, it's actually new space. So we're, we 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 appeal appeal for some forbearance on the part of our listeners that that, that um. <laughs> We're 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 in a space that we're not used to. Yeah, we, we got a bit used to that, right? But for like looking soon to share with the research on, on all Munster finals and I'll ask you about your first memory of Munster Final in a few minutes, but like for the younger generation, like and myself included, these days didn't come around very often. There was also there was often a huge gap. Um I know the first Munster final I went to that Lemberg planning was fourteen. Um I don't know why I didn't go in oh seven because I was at the Tipperary game, but 13,000 holidays, but like we're blessed. Like we've had four in four years. We had probably four in the 25 years before that, you know, like it's, they're special times, regardless of the outcome on Sunday. Obviously you're hoping for a Limerick win, but like what John Kylie any side have done, it's probably hard to appreciate in the here and now, unless you've been through those barren years. Yeah, I suppose it is. Um, um, like uh, I, I had to get into the habit of going to Munster finals with Limerick involved. Um, like Munster final day was a day that you know, um, it was a day that was always on the calendar, irrespective of who was playing, that you went. But of course, it was greatly embellished. Um, I'm going to Munster finals since 1963, Jack. Well, was my my first Munster final? It was in the Gaelic grounds in Limerick. And Tipperary were going for, uh, they had, Tipperary had won 1960, 61 and 62. 
Um, they had won. They, they were beaten in the All Ireland final by Wexford in 1960, and they had won the All Ireland in 62 and 63. So they were going for four in a row in Munster, and they played Waterford in the Gaelic grounds. And was more or less a, a foregone conclusion that that Tipperary would um, would do the business. But um, I I remember well. I can remember where I was sitting in the Gaelic grounds. Um, it was one of those where were your moments. But Waterford won the game by 11 points to eight. Now, it, you, you talk about battles and you talk about intensity and you talk about championship this and, you know, this this was the real thing. Talk of manly combat. And, of course, there was no helmets or anything in those days, um, Jack. And, and um, of course, it, it was the era of Hell's Kitchen, um, uh, yeah. Tipperary, um, famous Tipperary. Although I, I suppose there's a certain element of argument as to what trio made up Hell's Kitchen um, was it Doyle, Maher and Carey or was it Burn, Maher and Carey? But and any way that you put it, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it was a dangerous place to be treading, you know. But uh, one of them had, had, a, had a very good, couple of very good forwards, full forwards in those days back there, Seamus, um, Seamus Power and, and Philly Grimes. And they basically, one of them at that stage had the nucleus of the team that had won their last All-Ireland, which was in 1959, and they had... Um, they, 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 um, it, it was a kind of a last hurrah for them. And um, uh, they went on to the All-Ireland final, and I can remember it distinctly. It was the first All-Ireland final that I saw on television. So there was a lot of firsts in 1963. And Kilkenny won it by 417 to 6-8. It was a high-scoring final. And, and on the day, Eddie Kerr, was introduced and unleashed on the hurling world. And I think he got a goal and 14 points for Kilkenny that day. But the first Munster final that I saw Limerick involved in, it, it was in 1971, Jack, in the unusual setting of Fitzgerald Stadium in Killarney. Yeah. And um, uh, it was against Tipperary. And it, 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 it's, it's a memorable final, uh, not just for the quality of the hurling, and, uh, you know, the, the sensational final scoreline, you know, Jack, it, it heartbreaks me to this day to, to, to think back on it. Tipperary 416, Limerick 318. And, of yeah. course, inside in that you had the controversial um, incident in which the famous Bab, Michael Babs Keating and the dry ball. And, and what happened on that day was um, uh, it was a very, very wet day in Killarney. And... Um, uh, Tipperary got a close in free. A mentor ran on, ran onto the field, seemed to drop a, with a towel, seemed to drop it under, um, it seemed to fall out of his hand, but inside it was a dry slitter. And um, uh, that was the slitter that Babs Keating stood up and, and got a goal with. So, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, you don't that, hold grudges that anyway. The, that, that, there was a little bit of a background to it, Jack, in that, first of all, um, five years earlier, um, Tip were going for the Munster Championship. Uh, they were going for three Munster um, Championships and three All-Irelands in a row, having won in 64 and 65. Tip had won four out of five, 61, 62, 64 and 65. And Limerick gave them a right thumping in the first round in, in the old athletic grounds in Cork. Um, on a day in which Eamon Cregan made his debut, Championship debut and scored two five. No, there was there was a further little sequel to it. 
in that uh, earlier in the year of, of 71, um, Limerick had beaten Cork, or beaten Tipperary in the then National League final, again in the athletic grounds in Cork, and a late point by Richie Minnis, and, and, and the late Tony O'Brien had captained um, Limerick to victory that day. So it, 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 was the, it was the nucleus, basically, of the team that was to emerge and win the All-Ireland in 1973. Now, on the way to that year's Munster final, like, you know, Limerick looked as if they had um, successfully carried over the league for them uh, to, to the championship because in the first round they had beaten Waterford um, by five points, I think, something like 3-10 to 2-8. And in the semi-final, they'd beaten Cork, 2.14 to 2.12. So hopes were high going to Killarney that day. And lo and behold, um, it, it, just did, it just didn't pan out. But um, thankfully, we had only to wait two years to avenge that defeat. So you, you, you sometimes um, wonder why is there such great rivalry between Tipperary and Limerick? You know, you, you don't have to go too deep into the bowels of history. To, to find jolly good reasons for it. Like, and even if you come up to the modern day, you, you had the triage in, in 2007 when they had to meet three times before they could decide it, you know. So intense rivalry between um, Limerick and Tipperary is absolutely nothing new, Jack. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's clear this weekend and there's, there's an intense rivalry for different reasons. My own experience was, as I said, 14 in the old Parky Cueven, it was definitely old at the time. I remember thinking it was my first time there, and I was, I was a bit shocked that that was Cork's Premier Ground. But you couldn't praise them enough for what they've done to that stadium. Anyone that I wasn't there myself, of course, no, this year. But anyone, anyone that was there this year, it was just a testament to, to Cork's age. But, but not, put, not putting across you there, Jack. Um, the the old Parky Cueve was a huge, massive upgrade on the athletic grounds. I can only imagine. That you know, the now there, there, there was a school of thought there um, when when the athletic grounds was being um, uh, was being replaced by Parker Cave that they should move out of that setting because I I I, I remember actually um, I I remember um, people going into Glanmire Road and taking the boat across the river to um, to the athletic grounds. And, I, and, and, you know, I, I quite remember people not too far from me here at home having an accident, falling out of a boat going across um, to, the, to, the, to the athletic ground. So, um, but I being a traditionalist and having lived in Cork for a couple of years, um, I, I think, you know, I happen to think that the setting is there in the marina is just absolutely, it's fantastic, but it's very, very difficult to get to it, Jack, and... Um, um, I'm not so sure that tis tis well. They, they had park and ride there now when for, for for the big games, but um, the 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 the, 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 um, the parking facilities, you know, leave an awful lot to be desired. But um, the, the parking cave at its time, Jack, was you know a state of the art back then, as the new parking cave is now. If you know yeah. what I'm. I understand what you're saying. It was such but, it was such a it was such an upgrade on on the athletic grounds. Even though I love the old athletic grounds, and it was a sort of a haybarn kind of um, a kind of stand that was there, which is the far side of the field now, you know, from the stand. But um, it uh, 
it, it was a lovely old stadium, but really, Jack, it, it wasn't fit for purpose. But <coughs> by God, did it house many great games, you know? Yeah, well, for for all roads lead to Turles this weekend, and I suppose the home of hurling in many regards. Um, many will say that, and it, look, it's a brilliant stadium. Unfortunately, we were there a few weeks ago, and it wasn't to be for the Limerick hurlers of the twenties losing, but hopefully the seniors can make amends. We're over twelve minutes into the podcast now, and we haven't really mentioned this weekend's game. It's against Clare. It's the because first you took you took me on a history tangent. <laughs> you kept it going, but uh, a first a first fight in Clare and Limerick in twenty seven years is kind of hard to wrap your head around. Considering I know how ferocious Munster is, but there's only five really competing counties, and like both sides have been very strong at different stages. Like when you think about two thousand thirteen. When Clare won the Ireland and Limerick won Munster, they managed to avoid themselves. And then in 18, when Clare won the Munster final and Limerick won the Ireland, that they happened to avoid themselves. But it's long overdue and definitely one we're waiting for. At his Jack, but 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 um, just to put it into context, um, like we spoke about Lim, we 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 talk about Limerick um, not winning in All Ireland from 1973 to 2018, um, a lapse of 45 years. Clare didn't win a Munster Championship from 1932 until 1995, which is yeah, uh, a lapse of 63 years, and um, that's more even that's more incredible, if anything, in yeah. for for the reason that you have said, like that there are only five counties in the province, and you you would imagine that irrespective of what format or what system was being employed to to run the championship, that they would surely have have crossed paths. Far more often, I think it's only the seventh meeting on on on, on Sunday, yeah. and like it, it was hard to countenance that day. Um, uh, when we left Torlas, I, I remember bitterly disappointed and trying to get our heads around um, a comfortable win over Clare in the nineteen ninety four Munster final, and then to have it completely up up scuttled as it were and completely turned around in 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 ninety five. You would find it hard to imagine that if somebody told you that it's going to be 27 years before Clare and Limerick would meet again in the Munster, Munster final, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, you're right. And if, 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 if one were to go by punditry at the outset of this year's championship, like few few would have thought that it would have been Limerick and Clare in the Munster, in the Munster final. Um, they, they, most most people would probably have been fifty percent right. They'd have been saying Limerick for jolly good reasons, and um, but but very few people would have expected that that um, such a turnaround in in Clare's fortunes, um, in in, in despair, you know. But you know, the, the, if if you look back in it, and and I think John Kiley referenced it during the week that he is not su- entirely surprised by the emergence of Clare. I think if you look at Clare over the last two years, you know that there, there, there have been green shoots of of, of a major revival in Clare. Now, and um, we tend to judge it by uh, very often by success at underage level, and they certainly haven't enjoyed any success at underage level in recent years. But um, you know that I, but of course you see, you know Jack and. Um, and I've said this before, and um, any team that has a player of the calibre of Tony Kelly is in with a chance any day they go out. Yeah, the guy what, is in, what would you... uh, it, it, apart from his hurling, he's just simply inspirational, the things he can do, you know, on a hurling field. And, um, like, 
But having said that, they, 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 have, they have a core of very, very good players. The John Condons of this world, Shane, Shane O'Donnell coming back, and um, Peter Duggan coming back, and Connor Cleary. Like, these are all good players. Dermot Ryan was as good a player as, I suppose, ever graced the hearty cup of the college of scene. You know, so yeah. look, the, 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 the underlying there is that... Um, yeah, we probably weren't expecting them to be in the Munster final, but they're there. And when you analyse it, you know, you're not as surprised as you would be by taking just a, a, a glance at it. Yeah, like Claire, I wouldn't have thought. I, I definitely, after the, the Munster Hurland League final below in Cusick Park, you would have said Claire were way off it. They made strides in the league, but Limerick were poor. And then in the Championship, you were thinking this Claire, like, they have what it takes to beat Limerick. And they've been a bit of a bogey team to Limerick. Now, I know in 2020 and 2019, Limerick beat them quite convincingly, but it's still hard to get past 2018 um, below in Cusick Park. That Limerick missed out in the Munster final, the first one that would have been in four years. But again, I harp back 2013. The All-Ireland semi-final was as low as I've ever been after a Limerick game. And again, there's a, there's a share of players crossing over from that team as well from Limerick that they'll still harbour that kind of I suppose, memories of that day that Clare can really put up to Limerick and have proved, proved very troublesome as in the past. You referenced 95 after Limerick beat them comfortably in 94 that they rebounded. And they're, they're that sort of team that on any given day they could take you. And that's the danger they pose on Sunday. Yeah, and I, I, I've been listening to the narrative, Jack, and you've been listening to it and people dismissing dismissing Clare in the Munster final saying, no, nah, look, you know, um, Limerick have played them three times already this year. They haven't been beaten by them, and all, 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 um, all, um, all games were in Cusick Park and innocent. Forget it, Jack. A load of balderdash nonsense. Um, Clare, Clare have had two very, very big wins in Tullus this year already against the, the, the big two Cork and Tipperary. Yeah. So, like, like Tullus, playing Limerick in Tullus is not going to hold any fears whatsoever for Brian Law and, and, and Clare. Not, not, not a bit of it. Um, How much do you, do you put it down to Brian Law and Matt? Well, does it, yeah, he has to take a certain, he has to take a lot of credit for it, for moulding him and sticking with him. And there was turbulent waters in the early part of his campaign, of his, of his reign. And um, yeah, I, I, I think he, I think he's done a very, very good job. No, no he question was. about it. Like, of course, um, you know, Brian Lowen, um Jack was one of the all-time great fullbacks. Ab- absolutely, absolutely f- uh, fabulous. Uh, player, I remember his father actually, and we're, we're going into history again. Gus Gus Lowen um, played originally from Galway, played with Galway, and then moved to Clare and, and played with Clare. So, um, you know, the, 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 Gus Lowen, and of course, his brother Frank won all Ireland medals right beside him in the full back line. Yeah. Well, Clare. So, um, no, I, the, I just the, think we have Brian there. Gus Gus Lowen, Gus Lowen has to take. Um, the lion's share of the credit for this, and like the, the, there were dark days for Claire and controversial days for Claire. Um, but mm. the, the Brian Lowen and um, it was a challenge to his management, and he, he he rose above it. There was the controversial incident, was it against Tipperary? And you know, um, it, it escapes me at the moment, and in, in which Claire really came out of the wrong side of a decision. And uh, like Brian Lohan rose above all that and uh, and was prepared to get him, himself and his charges to park it. So, 
um, yeah, you know, a, a lot of credit has to go to Brian Lone. Yeah, they just kind of mirrored our manager in their kind of intensity and, I suppose, aggressive style. And you kind of have to take Limerick on and you have to take your chances when they come. And you mentioned Tony Kelly there. Um, he obviously will take a lot of marking. Obviously, we'll have, we'll more than likely have Aaron Galland back. Uh, all the world, his injuries are very positive and the form he's in, you're definitely starting him. But I suppose putting your manager's cap on at one side of the field, what do you do with Tony Kelly, who's kind of is going to play out the field further and probably hard to pick up and Aaron Galland then who you'll know where he'll play but then is it equally hard to stop do you go Connor Cleary or would you go for someone like Rory Hayes and then leave Cleary trying to pick up probably Seamus Flanagan or Kyle Hayes I, if he finds uh, something there you know I can read into Brian Lohan's mind and that but um you, you know he, Aaron Galland is in the type of forum he's in at the moment um Jack is a very very tough customer to to deal with and um i the answer to your question is he's so good in the air that you know i i i don't know what you do with him yeah i wrote um, an article during the week and uh like i there was so many clips of him catching ball and from behind fellas but there was equally many in front or him playing off beside a fella or even him not off the ball he causes awful disruption because players are so preoccupied with him that he's just a nightmare for defenders and he's so big and strong himself you don't want someone small going on him because they clean in the air as well. Like it's, I think Rory Hayes is brilliant. If I was there, I definitely put Rory Hayes on him and see what what Cleary can do on Flanagan or whatever he's inside there. But I would be trying to tie down uh, Galan if at all possible. But that's a, that's for a different day. Tony Kelly then is a kind of a case of like twenty twenty wherever he is, whoever area yeah. he's in. Picks yeah, well, him up. When he when he comes into your zone, you pick him up. And like to be fair, he scored was it seventeen points that day in that was in Turles as well with no one there. But that Limerick's if you can tie down the other forwards, you can afford to let Tony Kelly score that many because Limerick on their day will score a lot, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but there, there have been days this year when Limerick's score hasn't been what it might be. Yeah, that is and one that, word, that, I suppose. That has been that has been coupled with um you know that that has been brought about by two factors mainly that their approach they're not good enough in some cases and John Kiley referenced it at one stage there during the league and and of course um, uh, an inordinate number of wides in some games and also injuries because like Keen Lynch at 11 isn't going to, now he scored six in that iron final but he's not going to sc- score six every day but he'll create so much that just kind of goes unseen only when he's not there, like the ball he's given is perfect, exactly where the man wants the kind of give and goes. That like when you're missing your best player, it, it's going to have an impact. Now, Limerick have the defence to shut down Clare. They did it in the Gaelic rounds the last time these teams met in front of a a big crowd. We'll say, or I suppose in Ennis there was a big crowd as well. But it le- the limit them, I think, was a ten points in, in the Gaelic round. Sean Finn was man the match that day. That Limerick do have the backs. If the forwards aren't scoring, which you'd like to see it be done both ways. Back to Keane Lynch, the like key's not going to make it. We know that. You're probably going to have Colin O'Neill back. Aaron Galan will be back. Does Kyle Hayes stay in the forwards? Does he go back or that's that that's the sixty-four dollar question. Um because he's going through a phase of readapting in his new position. Yeah, he's, he's he's definitely good enough to to move around. There's no fear of Kyle. Yeah, regard. but you know he he has he has been Jack. He has been so effective at half back 
and he's been such a launch pad for so much of Limerick's achievements over the last couple of years from the wing back position that you wonder is the temptation going to be there um, to reinstate him into the half back line? Well, I'm sure the temptation is there and the option is, is definitely there. Then who loses out is another question because none of those six backs really deserve to lose out. I was reading a comment on Facebook the other day that they'd, they'd like to see Hayes at 11 on John Conlon try and kind of unsettle Conlon, who like is a big, strong man. I, I like the idea of that. Equally, Colin O'Neill, will, if he's at 11, could bring him around the park. That's... I wouldn't mind seeing Hayes and Galan inside in the same full forward line and Seamus Flanagan maybe and launch it and, and see how they cope. It's one thing for Kylie that they have options. Now, if your options don't work, you will get the blame. But it, it, I suppose it, it's good to have options. But Kyle will start anyway. <laughs> that's that's a guarantee. Where he starts, it, that, is that's, another... that's the six. That's the $64 question, Jack. You could have the, like Peter Casey. If there's good news on Peter Casey, there's good news uh, on Barry Murphy. If they're fit, do you bring them in? You know, Adam English and Colin Cockle aren't tied down with 20s anymore. There's no worry about burning them anymore. Like they're real live options again like the options are starting to come in for Limerick squad depth could be could be the difference you know like just it'll come down to so many factors and uh, one thing for sure it's going to be a sellout anyway but it sounds like Matt and that's brilliant to hear like because after two years it will be very enjoyable um please God if we make it to be down there and just hear the roar of a crowd on Munster final day because as I said they don't come around too often but we robbed the last two years there was none in 2020 and only 7,000 in 2021 it just gives another idea that we're returning to, to normality. Some sort of normality, Jack, even though, but the only thing about it is that the slight worry that you mentioned about that pandemic is that um, I, I I have noticed this week and, and I follow the, 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 um, the COVID app every day um, that the hospital numbers are creeping up again. Yeah, and I suppose they have to change. In having order. been down in the mid-160s, at one stage last week, they've gone back over over 200. Now, they tend to rise um, every weekend. But usually on a Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, you would see a noticeable drop on a Saturday because Saturday would be producing Friday's figures. You would see a noticeable drop in them. They've gone over 200. They're up to 210 today, Jack. Well, hopefully which, which is big. contrary to the trend. Now, the, the ICU is, is staying steadfast. You know, around yeah, it could be around change in weather. You know, down as far as eighteen. But the, you, you, you see, the, 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 and we don't want to be going on about this pandemic. But the, um, you, you, you see, the figures are, um, you know, I, I, I see a caveat added to the to um, the ICU figures in when 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 they have come out recently that people are in ICU but not necessarily from COVID. That they are with COVID but not necessarily from it. So yeah, it, it's you know, hard to say. But um, you, you know, there's going to be a huge crowd there, and it's going to be great to savor the atmosphere again. But you know, we, we just cannot let our guard down too much with, with with regard to this thing. You know. Yeah, we definitely can't. I suppose hopefully everyone that wanted the tickets, a genuine fan, will get their tickets because it's going to be a huge appetite for this game. I suppose talking about hospitals and this game, you'd be maybe towards the end of the year, the All Ireland final, that you could be looking at giving some tickets to like I suppose hospital members and things that have done so much work that's gone unseen throughout last year's I think they did it the NHS did it with some FA Cup final or something that hopefully that um 
that could be something to to look into. Look, it just it's very exciting, Matt, to be to look forward to to Munster final. Um, in well, Jack, uh, you you know, and and if if there's people from Leinster um, listening now, I'll be lacerated for this. But Jack, the reality of it is, the biggest day outside of All Ireland hurling final day is Munster final day. Yeah, that's there that's isn't true, a yeah. question about it, and like for me. It has been an, an annual pilgrimage because irrespective of who's in it, it is a special, special day. Munster final day is a very, very special day in the Holland calendar. Yeah, like and, it is. You know, if, if you go back on Munster finals, Jack, over the years, very, very few of them have failed to deliver. No, I was only going through them the other day. Like, there's this is Limerick's 50th. I hope my maths. Um, yeah. Have me right there. This is Limerick's 58 once the final. I'll just get the, the figures up there. So they played Cork 21 times. It's mm -hmm. not very favorable reading. It's 15 6 in favor of Cork against Tip. It's 9 8 the Tip. We obviously got two back in the last three years. Clare 5 1 to Limerick, which we'll hope yeah. continue this weekend. Watford 3 1. And alongside Cork the, or and Tip, the only thing we have a losing record against in finals is Kerry. <laughs> that one final from back in the 1890s. But like 50 times in 125 years isn't very, like, it's not very often. Like, Cork were there for most of those early finals as well. Like, you have to yeah. consider um, a real, real special day. One that I'm really looking forward to. I suppose in the previous two months, or even the, the three months or finals, Limerick have kind of flattered to deceive in the first half. And it's kind of a trend that's been in the Munster finals in um against Tippin 19, I think. They were only maybe two points up or even one against Watford. It was level, I think. And against Tip last year, we were down by, was it 10 points? Yeah. You know, like, and Claire, that's sort of team that, like, they showed against Watford in the last round and against Tip as well, that or against Cork, that, like, if they get a good start, they're more than capable of putting up a big score and driving on and from there, that Limerick will need to get a good start this weekend. They will, they will. And um, you, you're, you're right about that. And, um, um, like it, it, it has been the hallmark of Clare, this this present Clare team, getting off to this flying start and being well being well able to hold on to it. Now Cork um, did 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 um, did come back against them, but if you extrapolate the goal with the last puck of the game, like um, from Dara Fitzgibbon, like it, 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 they, they were comfortable winners over Cork. Again, they were holding on to that to their lead and. Um, you, you know, now they didn't get the opportunity to do so to any certain degree against Limerick in 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 Innes. Um, but they, they flew out of the traps against Waterford again, and you, you know, Waterford were nowhere to be seen after that. Like, and um, it, it, all it did was compound um, a very, very poor year for Waterford. Now, all right, they'll point to winning the league and all that, but um, you know, and um. Like Jack and 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 I said it at the outset uh, of this 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 podcast um, uh, at the outset of the Munster Championship. I didn't buy into the narrative that was absolutely certain Limerick and Waterford to to definitely come out and contest the Munster final. You know, I I, I thought I saw shortcomings in Waterford even in winning the league, and um, I certainly saw shortcomings in them um, in last year's All Ireland semi final, and. Um, Definitely in the previous year, and 
if you take out the two goals that they conceded, that Limerick conceded, which in normal circumstances this Limerick team would not defeat, would not concede at the Gaelic grounds. I really what if it hadn't closed the gap, Jack. So yeah. um, um, it's been a very, very disappointing year for Waterford. And um, uh, like it was no surprise to me that Claire beat him in Ennis. I, I thought, and we said it here, Jack, that um, while Scott were in their last chance saloon going, going, to, um, going to Walsh Park, so were Waterford with, with an impending visit to go to, um, to Ennis, you know? Yeah. So like Claire finished top of the pile. Um, uh, in, in after the round robin, and they did so for a reason. The reason being that they were outstanding throughout the round robin. Big question, Jack. Can they carry it over to knockout hurling? Yeah, that is the question. And look, that is the I'll, question. I'll, 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 I'll cut across you here because I want to get your take on, we'll say, your rankings of the team that's left. We've six. We've only six teams left. Well, we've eight, I suppose. We've Kerry and Antrim as well. We'll come into the preliminaries, um, and we'll take a cause of shock. We saw. Um, leashed to it a couple of years back but at the start of the year to be fair I would have said Limerick I definitely would have had Cork as the second team in Munster and then I probably had Waterford to be fair but they're they're gone you have Limerick, Clare, Cork you have Galway, Kilkenny and Wexford like Limerick you have to put Limerick number one I don't think there's any Limerick number that. one and I'd be going for Galway number two and the rest of your six the rest of my six I'd be going for Clare three I'd be going for Cork four, I think. Would I? <laughs> no. Uh, Cork, yeah. Yeah. Kilkenny five, Wexford six. Yeah. I see I'd I'd be different now because well I'm I'm approaching it is the who's the team to beat Limerick, kind of. Um and I still would be very worried about Cork. And I'd actually be worried about Kilkenny. Now I wouldn't be surprised to Galway be Kilkenny, but I think that like Kilkenny and Clare are the only teams that have beat Limerick twice in championship since John Kiley came in. Um have Cork have we beaten them once as well. Um Wexford haven't beaten them in championship and Galway haven't beaten them in championship either. But I just think Cork and Kilkenny Cork are very are going to be very dangerous coming through the back door, I think personally. They're going to get a game against Antrim or Kerry. Uh, unless it's an incredible shock, they're gonna win the game. And then they're gonna get either Kilkenny or Galway, which I think They've beaten Kilkenny a couple of times now, um, and I don't think they have any fear against Galway. I think Cork will get to an All Ireland semi final at the least. At the least, and if they don't beat Limerick, I think they'll get the final. I think Kilkenny could be the same. I think we could have a Cork Kilkenny semi final. Um, I'd have them two teams ahead. Now Clare are good. I don't get me wrong, but I think Limerick have are, are better than Clare and would beat them on their day. And I think they'll beat them this weekend as well. I think the same applies for. For Galway, I think Wexford then are kind of the outlier that they could beat anyone in their day, but they're definitely more suited to to their home field is the kind of way I see them play. Like, or a smaller field that Crow Park definitely wouldn't suit them. We'll get into predictions for this weekend, Matt. We'll start with, with the hurling. We'll look a bit of football. We'll come away from that Munster final for a while and we'll, we'll come back to towards the end of the pod because there is so much to get through. Um, Galway and Kilkenny. I'm going for Galway for the reasons that I've said. You know, I, I you know, I think that that I think there's big potential in that Galway team. There's definitely an awful lot of potential in the team, and it's still very familiar from that 17 team that won it and the 18 team that pushed this Limerick team all the way. Um, will there be a handshake? 
Ah, the Bulletsa, yeah. Yeah, look, you don't want to, I know, laugh and joke, you don't want to see, like, Henry Shefflin and, and Brian Cody is an iconic relationship. Like, you know, yeah. Declan Hannon and John Kiley is the closest thing that we've seen to that in an awful long time, you know, and they've, they've allowed, hopefully they'll, they'll get to that stage, but you'd hate to see follow. But that's the level of, like, nature of the GA and it's so competitive and I'm sure off the field they've, they've spoke about it. I think Galway will win it as well, but I think Kilkenny will go further or maybe not as far, but I think they'll get to a semi-final as well. Do you see Galway winning well or...? No, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to be close. Yeah, like Kilkenny are going for three in a row in Leinster and, you know, this... Yeah, but, but, but when it comes to digging out close games, Jack, be, beware of Kilkenny. Yeah. We, we, we got a lesson on that again two weeks ago. Yeah, they're... And we got it we got it in twenty nineteen. They're the Masters. Don't remind me about twenty nineteen because alongside Claire and thirteen, that's or Claire thirteen and eighteen, they're the lowest days I've had. Twenty fourteen as well, you know. Yeah, I suppose twenty fourteen they weren't expected to win, but probably twenty fourteen is probably in around the last time they won three monsters in a row. They probably or no did they won 14, 15, and 16, I'd say. E- even if you go back to 20, 2017, that game in Nolan Park. Kilkenny, um, uh, Kilkenny, it was John Kiley's first year in charge. Kilkenny dug out a result that evening against Limerick. With the better team on the evening, you know. So, um, yeah, if it's close, um, you know, don't rule out Kilkenny. But I'm, go- I'm going for Galway in that, Jack. Yeah, like, it's hard to tell then as well for the likes of Kilkenny who have won back-to-back Leinsters. I'm, I'm sure they'd want to win, but they'll be more than happy to go into a quarter-final. The same could be said for Limerick. Now, Clare would probably want to end that 27-year wait. You know, they want to keep this momentum going. Um, But for some teams, going through the back door is probably more suited, really, you know. Well, it is. Um, and, you know, um, we, we, are not the, we are not the county to start throwing stones, really, at um, uh, at counties for going through the back door because we sort of did it in 2018. We didn't get to the Munster final, so we had to go the circuitous route and the scenic route and had to travel up to Carlo and all that sort of stuff, you know. So, um, um, yeah, uh, th- th- there's nothing wrong with going through the back door, um, I, you know. And um, before, uh, like the, the 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 draw for the for the draw for the um, uh, for uh, we'll say for next weekend is Corker playing the winners. Of the Joe McDonough Cup, Wexford are playing the runners up. Okay. And as far as I know, the Joe McDonough Cup finalists have home advantage. Well, Carroll definitely hosted Limerick and, and they won it. Yeah, they won it that year. But yeah, the Joe McDonough then is the next one on the agenda. I'm going for Antrim in it. Yeah, a repeat of 2020. With yeah. Limerick, that was on the same day as the All Ireland final that they were watching it was, beforehand was. when we couldn't go to any games. It's, I suppose it's brilliant for the Kerry faithful and the Antrim faithful who were Kerry. Antrim were definitely sleeping giants of hurling that they'll have a crowd um, and back in the final. I think Antrim will win it as well. I think it'll be closer than that day, even though it was a close enough scoreline. Antrim it, it, were much it better. Was, it was close enough that day, Jack, but at no stage during the game could you yeah. see Kerry winning it. Yeah, Antrim were comfortable in everything but the scoreline, yeah. really. And I I think it'll be a closer game, but I think Antrim will win. 
And then the main event on Sunday? I'm going for Limerick, Jack. By about five points. Yeah, I think I think Limerick will win. I think Limerick will win well as well. I think it'll be more like the, the 19 final. And even last year when they started to pull away from tip, if they had played for more than half an hour against tip last year, they would have put a, an unreal score in that. I just think they this team have been known to put down markers when when needed. And I I don't think it's anything to do with Clare. I think it's just to do with Limerick that they'll want to hit the ground running. They, their season hasn't really started yet, we'll say. No, like, Jack, we, 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 we spoke about it last year. Um, if, if you remember during the league and we, we were talking about them, um, you know, um, that uh, facing into the championship after an indifferent league campaign in 2021. And we were saying like that Limerick would be at their best, you know, in the championship. And that was proved to be right. Um, when that pat was mapped out, that pat yeah. is now mapped out. The round robin is over. The ifs and the ands and the buts have all been eliminated. Limerick have three games to win an All-Ireland final, a Munster final, an All-Ireland semi-final and the final. And I think we're going to see Limerick at their best over the next three games. And when you say that, you are saying they're getting to an All Ireland final. If you're saying over the, over the next, I don't three be putting words into my mouth, Jack. But um, you know, I, I I think so. You know, being honest about it. No, we 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 might end. You know, um, like we have we 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 have a little bit of money in the bank. You know, going into an All Ireland semi final, and that we'll have hopefully, Keen Lynch back. Yeah, it it'll be fascinating you know. to see just. His recovery, because um, I don't think I think once he gets on the field, there'll be no kind of bedding in period for him. He'll be able to hit the ground running. Absolutely. He's that sort of player. Um, Absolutely, but, you know. But um, it's it's you know um, it, uh, Sunday's monster final. It's it, it's a dampener in 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 many ways. In that it's like Hamlet without the prince. Again, did you miss? Yeah, you know, I can't say I've seen the film, but if the film was good, that's good omens for Limerick because they can. I, stu- I studied Hamlet for the leaving, Jack. <laughs> but Limerick shows that they they can win without Keane. They won pretty much against Waterford without him. He only played ten minutes. Now he was good in those ten minutes, but against Tip they won, and against Clare they drew. And we won't even talk about that red card that day. Mm. Um, we're just hoping for, uh, I don't know, no can. No controversial incidents from the oh, game. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not. Absolutely. May the best team win. Whether if that's clear, if that's clear. So if you look at the three games, if you if you look at the three games in Innes this year um, already, they've basically been devoid of any um, serious incidents of any description, despite the, the intense rivalry. Yeah, bar the, oh, like on field, there's been nothing malicious. The Garod Hegarty thing, no, but, but the Garod, well, <laughs> no, no, there was there was no nothing malicious in the Garod Hegarty, and uh, you know, that 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 has been well, um, uh, well debated and argued, you, you know, and um, you know, we're not going to change our stance on it anytime no, soon. The Garod Hegarty shouldn't have got any yellow card that day, in my view. And um, I'm I'm going to stick and I'll apologise to nobody for saying that. You sound like Conor Rigger there, apologising to no one. But yeah, look, that... I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not apologising to anybody for saying that he shouldn't have got either yellow card. No, he shouldn't have. But we we talk about that in in depth for for the after the Clare game, and hopefully we'll have none of that to talk about after the Munster final this weekend. Uh, I, look, I, I I hope we'll have a lot to talk about by uh, about Garrod Hegarty. 
Yeah. He's he's in very, very, very good form at the moment. Definitely in very good form. Um yeah. role Dreisel player. But we'll move on to football for a while and we'll keep going with predictions and then we'll look back on Limerick versus Kerry after this weekend's predictions because this weekend's predictions will well not even our predictions, but the, the outcome of the games will have a huge bearing on Limerick season because Limerick will get one of these eight teams. So there's four All Ireland senior championship qualifiers on. Um second chance for all these teams. So uh, and last chance, of course, Jack. Yeah, true. We'll start with two Munster teams for first Clare, who Limerick beat in a penalty shootout, are playing Meath, who lost to Dublin or yeah, lost to Dublin in the in the Leinster semi final. I'm going for Meath, Jack. Meath. I'm gonna go for Clare on that one. Uh, what I saw against Limerick, I liked what they saw. They just came up against a very good Limerick team in the day, but Meath have shown green shoots in the last few years. They were in the Super 8 a few years ago and they gave they gave that a good rattle. So I can see where you're coming from in that one. Um, Cork versus Louth. I'm going for Cork barely because he's in Parky Cleave, but um, I would warn about the Mickey Hart factor. Yeah. I think if Cork can play like they did against Kerry and add maybe just a few more scores because they do have uh, scoring power in the likes of um, Brian Hurley and obviously Stephen Sherlock this year has been a huge find from um what I will say is, Jack, just just on an aside from that now, and not not wanting to digress, I suppose you noted it during the week. Three weeks ago, Cork minor footballers went down to to carry in the Munster minor football championship and got beaten by fourteen points. They subsequently met on Wednesday evening in the Munster final, and Cork won by eleven. <laughs> Turn around with twenty five points. <laughs> yeah. That one that was hard. About? What's that all about? You know. That one is hard to wrap your head around. No, I did. And I'd feel aggrieved if I was tip, you know, that they didn't get to play Kerry, you know, and have like kind of maybe a round robin system because yeah. they give they give as much as Kerry did in the second game against Cork, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But yeah, that's a that's a hard one to wrap your head around. On those two games there, and um, we we'll touch in a minute, like Clare versus Mead and Cork versus Loud. You'd be hopeful if you're Limerick that your quarterfinal or your qualifier opposition is from one of those fixtures, realistically. That you're avoiding. Realistically, realistically, yes. And it's no disrespect to the four counties, but they would appear to be the weaker four in the eight, Jack. You're absolutely right. And as we were discussing off air, if you if you if you look at the website and the potential that the winners of the um of this weekend's qualifier games have home advantage. Now, we're not sure on that. Yeah, we just think that is the way it is. But, like, you're talking about four Division Two teams and four Division One teams. You know, it, it's not it's not an insult to any of those teams. That's just... Like, Tyrone are all-iron champions against Armagh, who did very well in Division One this year. Monaghan, who have been a seasoned Division One team. And Mayo, who have reached probably seven or eight all-iron finals in the last 10, 12 years, you know? So, we'll go on to those games. And look, if Limerick get one of them, they get one of them. I'm sure Billy yeah, and his look, team will um, get down to business. And... You, you, you know, we, we, we cannot anticipate what the randomness of the draw will throw up on Monday. Yeah, but you can anticipate what these outcomes will be. Monaghan versus Mayo. Yeah, I had um, a few pundits. Um, one as recently as this morning going from for, for Monaghan. Um uh, they're tough customers, but I, you know, I, I, I think Mayo are the experts when it comes to res- re are resurrecting their their championship hopes until they get to Croke Park. That is, of course. But um, 
um, yeah, I, I, I think Mayo and Castlebar will probably have enough. Yeah, you would imagine, you definitely would imagine that uh, Mayo will have enough, as you said, but Monaghan have a lot of scoring power with the likes of Jack McCarron and Conor McManus and these teams. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're two of the most exciting forwards in the country in that duo, you know? Yeah, so I, I'll slight edge toward, towards Mayo, but um, if Limerick threw Mayo again, we own for for 2018 um, in the Gaelic rounds. Yes. And then finally, you've All-Ireland champions Tyrone versus Armagh. Oh, this this is a tough one. Um, uh, Armagh promised a lot at the beginning of the year, kind of went off a bit off the boil. Uh, they have home advantage. Yeah, I think, I, I think Tyrone are going to relaunch their championship bid. I actually think Armagh are going to win this. I think we'll have new All-Ireland Champions this year. I think we'll have new All-Ireland Champions regardless of... Oh, we're going to have new All-Ireland Champions anyway. Sorry? We're going to have new All-Ireland Champions anyway, I would imagine. Yeah, you'd imagine, all right. But I I think that we'll, we'll know this weekend we'll have new ones. But um, talk about potential Ireland Champions. Um, did we see them in Killarney last Sunday? I think so. Yeah, they were... I, I think we I think we did Jack you, you know um they you know they they really really hit the high spots mm. you know um there was no question whatsoever of taking Limerick for granted like they hit the ground running now Limerick stayed with him quite and kept them contained them you could say for 20 minutes but then sort of the floodgates opened and you must remember them without David Clifford yeah um, who like is the who would be football's equivalent to Tony Kelly when it comes to, you know, being being a potential match winner? Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we saw the All Ireland champions. I was disappointed with the result, Jack, but I was more disappointed for Billy and the lads because yeah. they, they had put in so much during the year. And like Billy was insisting before the, 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 the Munster final, that playing in the Munster final and the experience of playing in the Munster final um, was more of the learning curve for Limerick. And yes, it was. He he, he was right on that. But I, I don't think he could have anticipated um, to the extent that that Kerry um, that Kerry you know would would um, would actually demolish Limerick. And um, like in fairness, Jack, um, the game wasn't much good for anybody. No. You know. And that includes Kerry, because like Kerry are going into an All Ireland quarter final now untested. Yeah. Like they 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 have they have beaten Cork and and Limerick by a cumulative thirty five points, an average of seventeen points in their two games, which is phenomenal. But I I think it's a very 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 good Kerry team. Like Kerry teams have been bedeviled in the past in recent years. Um, with defensive frailties, that seems to be rectified now. And um, like you know, they, they they have a forward line that you know a forward line for the edges. Um, you know, when you when you the like a sh- the, the two Cliffords, um, Sean Ishay, like Paul Ganey struggling to get a place in the starting fifteen when David Clifford is around. Come on, Jack. I- this this is a serious carry team, and you know. Yeah, they're a serious care team, and as you said, they, they showed at the weekend. They 
they maybe took their time to feel Limerick out and not let anything easy, not let Limerick get a few scores on board. And then when they they hit their stride, they really did. And the firepower. Yeah, no, no, I, I think they paid they, they 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 paid the ultimate respect to Limerick in that you know they didn't take Limerick for granted for one split second. Now they, they you know. They didn't let up, but of course, um, it, it, it would be in their DNA now under Jack O'Connor like that. You know, you 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 keep going helter skelter, full belt from the first, which whistle to the last. Yeah, you could argue they took their eye off the ball against Tyrone last year with the whole Tyrone having COVID and everything, and oh, that yeah. obviously burned them. So they weren't taking any chances, and oh, I think we, one... we, we, we won't go, we won't go back in that again. But um, um, you know, um. Uh, the gen- generosity of spirit of Kerry to 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 agree to the postponements, you know, I, I I'm, I'm I I don't know. Yeah, well, look, they they certainly didn't uh, show Limerick any mercy. Um, it's a it was a tough experience for Limerick. I they definitely learned from it. Like that's the level you want to get to, you know. Um, after oh yeah, after like, like Limerick left Killarney in no doubt. As to where the benchmark is, yeah, no doubt whatsoever. Know. And um, you know, uh, Billy, Billy, will, uh, you know, the way he approached the monster final, Jack. I, 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 I think it it softened the blow for <coughs> for that eventuality, and I think he will regroup his forces. And um, I am quite confident that they'll give a good account of themselves in the qualifiers. Yeah, that's what you're hoping for, and you're hoping for a nice draw that you're not going from a Kerry into like a, a the defending Irish champions Tyrone or even Mayo that were in the finals in 2020 and 2019 and all, and all these years. That it's someone more on your level, and you can build it back up again because in the quarter final you're going to get either Kerry, Dublin, um, Galway, or Derry, and like we were in the same division as Derry. Derry have to be the team that you look at and say. Look at their transition. They only got promoted the year before Limerick from the Division Four. Now they were a class ahead back in twenty eighteen. That game in the Gaelic Crowns, did they kick one eighteen or something? Was it or eighteen points of six or something like that? But and they're going to be no pushover in the championship from here no, on in. No, definitely like, that's, not. that's going to be that's going to be a great finish to this championship, and that's why that's why you know Kerry need to be tested and. Um, uh, because I, 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 there's a lot to like about Galway as well, Jack. And you know, we had this discussion last week, and I, you know, you you plumped for Roscommon. I said about their forwards. Yeah, I should have known. No, about and I, quite honestly, I couldn't see it. To be honest, you know, I, I, I thought it was Galway all day. You know, and yeah. um, I, I watched the Connacht and Ulster finals last week, and I, I was very impressed with both winners. I have to say, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I've been very impressed with Terry since I saw him that day, and they've really grown leaps and bounds, and that's where Limerick ain't to be getting to on defeats like the one against Kerry. We'll just show them that there's still a lot of work to do, and as Billy says, and as passing is actually again, these players have shown that when there's work to be done, they don't shy away from it. They get down to business and they go about it, and more often than not, they they come back a lot better. So. With my parked football there because we don't know but, who they're going to play. But, but, but before we park football, um, not not to, let's not forget it or let it be overshadowed. The farce, the absolute farce, that is the Leinster Football Championship. 
Yeah, well, you these guys, the these guys have won the last 12. They've won 17 out of 18. Where is the championship? Where is the competition? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I like the last time I watched the Lens Championship game now fully is a long time ago because more often than that, Dublin have pulled away after 10 15 minutes. I think Longford, even three or four years ago, gave them the, their best test. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's a hard one to call because if you get rid of Linster, you have to get rid of all of them, you know. Um, Belly, Belly, once... Belly McCabry and Waterford have won the Waterford Ladies Football Championship for the last 40. They completed their 40 last year in a row. I read an article about that actually in a paper. Like Dublin, it's not inconceivable that they'll get to at least 20. Like, you know, these players don't seem to be going anywhere. But that's more an indictment, I think, on the other teams that I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. But but... I... Hold, hold, hold on a second, Jack. Hold on. That, that, that's a quarter of the population of Ireland in Dublin. A substantial amount of whom have rural roots. Like there was a school of thought recently, um, a number of years back, that Dublin should be divided in two. I, I see no reason why that wouldn't be revisited. Uh, I don't know the idea of splitting the county in two. I think it's just... Like if like Dublin weren't win all Ireland's till this decade, like they went. Was it like like the, the, the defenders of the invent uh, of the indefensible will point to the Leinster fight that the year they lost the Leinster Championship in that one the one time they lost it in the last eighteen years, and they'll they'll tell you it can be done. Yeah, but I think there should be a school of thought that it can be done. Like Kildare must have a huge population of people that are living in Kildare and commuting to Dublin or vice versa. Like you know. I can't see what like you're gonna get fifteen players on the field at any given time, you know. Um it's a, it's a question of numbers, Jack. How, I know. how you know how do how do Leitrim with twenty seven thousand um, of a population, you know? And like they met Dublin in a, in in the All Ireland semi final was it back in ninety three and Declan Darcy, who was a dub, um led led um, Leitrim to wick to um the the um the Connacht Championship. It was the first time since 1927 that they had won it, and um, he subsequently switched his allegiance back to his native Dublin. But he qualified for Leitrim under the parental rule at the time, and uh, and um, you know, are there more players there that should have the parental rule? A number of them played with Clare for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, I suppose. Pat's playing junior. I don't know if he's junior. Is his son anyway? Is playing with Sligo. Sligo, but he's he's based in Sligo. Like, um, but Conor Cox, I understand that's playing with Roscommon. He's from Kerry. He's using the he's using the parental rule. Yeah, he is. I suppose we have three lads from Limerick playing with Kerry senior hurlers. They're using a parental or grandparent ruler. Yeah. One of those. So I don't know. I don't know what's fit in Dublin. I think like. I think Kerry could definitely beat him. I think Mayo could beat him. I think there's other teams that oh, could yeah, beat him. Hopefully, yeah. yeah look, Jack, we'll, we'll just before we go off football, um, uh, the, the fallout of the defeat to Limerick in Tipperary has been extraordinary. In that they bowed out to Carlo in the Tarleton Cup last week. Yeah, a Carlo team that finished thirty um, first in Ireland in the league, wasn't it? Waterford were bottom. Yeah, Carlo team that picked up just one win in a draw during Division Four. Um, but 
under Niall Carew, like had underwent a renaissance and a revival, um, and had a good win over had a good win over Tipperary. Yeah, so it, 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 it begs it begs uh, it, it begs a couple of questions. Um, was it the fallout from the defeat for Limerick, or is it the appetite that that should be there for the Tarleton Cup and isn't there? Well, I think Tipperary, like they should have seen that as a chance to win football silverware. You know, mm-hmm. like they were in it. It wasn't as if they wanted to be there, but they were in it at the end of the day. And, I don't know, fair play to Carlo, getting the job done. I oh, yeah, fair play. That, um, I'm, look, Jack, I'm not disputing that at all, but I'm, 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 I'm just bringing it up and, and um, you know, it's it's worth noting it in the context of discussing the big ball code, you know? Yeah, I think Kevin are the outstanding candidates in the Telegraph Cup. It's hard to see anyone taking them out, but I do have a, a liking for Westmead after what I saw in the Gaelic Crowns air this year, but we'll sure look, we'll focus more on the Ireland Championship. And as I said, next next week we'll know who Limerick are playing and we'll be looking forward to what we think will be an away game to one of those yeah, eight teams absolutely um, I agree with you there. It, looks, it looks as if it will be an away game Jack yeah it'll be either Armagh or Tyrone Clare or Meath Cork or Louth Monaghan or Mayo and they'll be faced with one of Roscommon Limerick Kildare or Donegal so there's a lot of good teams do, left do you fancy it. a trip to Oma Jack uh, depends if Limerick are playing um if Limerick are playing is it Belfast it would be? Did you say it was Antrim? If Antrim win? No, it should Antrim have gone. No, in the hurling I'm saying, isn't that next week? Oh yes, 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 yes. So if look if we're gonna get if we're gonna to have to go to Belfast, might as well go to Oma as well. Or we could go to Armagh as well. It makes it makes no no major odds. But yeah, we'll we'll park that for a while. We'll look back at some local things that are happening. Um Camogie was another disappointing weekend last week, Matt. Um, defeats Kilkenny and Ross Common for the seniors and juniors. They get a bit of a break now, and their easier three games in the groups in the senior group definitely are is coming up. The ones you'd be hoping to get a bit from points from, but it's not a good start to the season. No, Jack, it's 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 not a good start to the season, and um. Uh, the omens going forward are, are, are not great. Um, you, you're just wondering. This, this this is why I've been arguing about, you know, um, these two away games at the start. Um, what will it do for confidence? And it it cannot be good for confidence. But look, all is not lost, Jack. Um, win your three games and you get into an All Ireland quarter final, which would be an achievement. Yeah. Now, off we are in town next weekend. Um, on Saturday week, um, now that there, there is no venue, of course, yet as to where it might be played, um, it takes on um, it, it 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 takes on huge importance, um, and for the simple reason that, you know, Limerick cannot take any of these three games for granted, Jack. No, because just just to give you a bit of a background to to uh, particularly to awfully at the minute, um, um. Offaly suffered a heavy defeat to, to Antrim in the first round. Right? Now, last weekend, they pushed Galway all the way. Now, in the end, they lost by about seven or eight points. But they really, really, really put it up to Galway. Now, they had home advantage. You know, you take down, then um, they're after drawn with Antrim. Now, they suffered a heavy defeat to to... to 
to Kilkenny in the first round. So, like, you know, they're not three easy games. They're three, um, they're three easier than the two we've had, I would say. But they're going to be still difficult games, and they're going to be games that will define Limerick's season. And certainly yeah. the, the game against Offaly, because were you to lose against Offaly, your chances of a quarter-final place are considerably diminished. And, oh, definitely, yeah. You know, like, I, 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 I just don't know, Jack. I, 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 like, it, it, it is so, so disappointing. But look, um, John Lillis was on, on, on record as saying that, that uh, and he's right, that he, he was looking for performance in the first two games, that, and he was pragmatic. He was very, very happy with the, with the performance against Galway. He reckoned it was the best performance of the year, and it was. But um, has that been dampened so, somewhat by the performance in Kilkenny last week? You know, I'm, I, I, I'd be quite worried about it, Jack. And I know we'll be looking into it in greater depth when we in next week again in the Offaly game. But um, the Offaly game takes on huge importance in the context of the championship because, as I said, were you to lose it, like you'd be virtually out of the championship and possibly into a relegation dogfight that yeah. won't be easy. And like, and if, 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 if you're to preempt what might be happening, were you to finish in a relegation playoff, going on farm at the moment in the other group, your likely opponents could be Wexford. Yeah. It... Look, Jack, we, 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 we don't want to think of that R word. We just don't want to think about it. No, but like you've got, and... to be, you've got to be a realistic, and and you, you know that could be the fallout and the collateral of damage of losing Twaffley. Yeah, but I suppose that, that, you, that you could you could cascade into a relegation battle. They would have went into Galway and Kilkenny with more hope and belief, probably. And look, if you look at yes. it and thinking it's it's probably more. Belief and hope, then again, a team close yeah. to own level. So, hopefully, agree with you, Jack. You, yeah, so hopefully, there can be a shift there, um, for the seniors and also for the juniors as well who've lost both their games. There's still a chance for, for them, yeah. They, 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 their next home game is against Down. Now, yeah. Down gave them a walkover, didn't travel in the league, so it'll be interesting to see if Down will travel for the championship. You'd imagine they will, but yeah, they'll get a break now to rest and recover and then hopefully can hit the ground running when they come back and there'll be a long season ahead for us. Look forward to that Celtic Challenge final that you brought up weeks ago. The final is is finally upon us. It's finally upon us. And, um, you know, there was a certain amount of bizarre circumstances about it. Um, we noted them um, in the second last podcast that Limerick had got the look at the draw and they were, they were home to Cork City, as they taught um, in the final. And um, Cork City had defeated um, um, North Cork, who had beaten Limerick, um, Limerick Sarsfields during the group stage. Now, the game is on on Saturday in the Gaelic grounds at 12 noon. And the lads are really, really worthy of support. And um, uh, lo and behold, that the... the, the, the um, a family squabble among among the Corkonians. There was an objection to Cork City by North Cork, which was upheld 
So it's now they're facing North Cork, who they have already played in in in, in it, it it is the it is the second level of the Celtic challenge, and it's known as Corn John Scott. Okay. So they're playing North Cork, who they 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 have already been beaten by in in the group stages. But I I think in the, you know this couldn't have happened in the past that they'd meet a team for a second time because. Um, the competition was set up in such a way that it couldn't happen, but lo and behold, it has. Somebody has got their hands on it, and um, uh, you know, one, one very encouraging factor about it, Jack, is that that um, uh, Limerick Sarsfields have found their best form when it has come to the knockout stages. Now, there was a round robin series, which essentially, Jack, was a seeding process. And Limerick lost to Clare. They drew with Galway, who incidentally are in the A final now and in the top final. They drew with Galway and then they lost to North Cork in Milford. And, um, but then they, 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 they turned it all around when it came to the knockout stage. They went to Kilkenny, to Nolan Park, to play Kilkenny Blacks and hit him for five goals. Didn't too often you hit, scored 518. Yeah. Kenny team concedes that at any level, but they 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 won that game by eleven points, and then they 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 had a home semi final against Dublin Plunkets, which they won by twelve points. So like they have they've they've, they've reserved their best form, and talking to some of the connections with the team, um, they 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 have acknowledged that fact, that there has been a transformation in the team since they went into the knockout phase of the competition, because like in in fairness, um. You know, uh, going to Kilkenny, it was a very, very tall order. But um, here they are. The final is on on Saturday, twelve noon in the Gaelic grounds, and and let's hope and wish the lads and wish the management team who've done great work with them there behind, in in West Limerick and and uh, in Limerick City, um, the very best of luck. Yeah, definitely the best luck to that team. Uh, the leagues, the local leagues are continuing. Um, the championship is only a month away. The football and the hurling is just under two months away. Just to run through the football, Galway were South champions. Yeah, yeah just, 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 just before you, you you go through, Jack. Um, I, I had been out at, at a number of the games. I was out at four of them actually over the two weeks. It's great to be back out and about again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I was telling you know we mentioned here last week that we thought it was a very very good structure. And yeah. um. I, I I was talking to connections of the various teams now. I I, I deliberately sounded it out over, over the couple of games because I think it was a very good structure. And I I was I was wondering was I in a majority of one? Check there there, there are people waxing lyrical about about the um, about the system and just 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 to fill the listeners in on the on the system. The system is that um, you 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 play your divisional league. Um, on a round-robin basis, normal league basis. And uh, the top four qualify for semi-finals, at which stage it morphs into being the divisional championship, semi-finals and final. And the winner then of uh, that eventually comes out on top goes forward to the county league semi-finals. It, it, it's a very, very good system. And... and um, I I have seen now I I when it comes to in terms of of intensity 
Um, I was disappointed a bit with the Glenrubruff game, but I've seen a couple of the football games and the, the real, the, 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 you know, there's more than a little championship intensity about them now. That that you know, that uh, you know, it it it's obviously they're using it as a springboard for the um, you know, for the forthcoming championship because Jack championship is only about six weeks away. Yeah, for well, for the football, it starts the first weekend in in July. So we're into June now, and the hurling then is four weeks away. Then you know, Do you know, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very exciting times. Um, to go through, Galbally won the South, as you said, you were at that final with Ula. Um, you were St. Cairns, Newcastle West in the West football final, uh, if you would call it now. I should, it's very, very hard to oppose Newcastle West. Yeah, go to Champions. Right. Um, you know, St. Kieran's beat Ballysteen, Jack. Do, hmm. do you need reminding in the semi-final? Brilliant game. I will say it was an excellent, excellent game. Best league game and, I've ever been um, at, definitely. Um, Newcastle West were very, very impressive winners and uh, against um, Father Casey's yeah, in the other semi-final. Now, you know, Cairns always make it tough for, for, for Newcastle West. You know, and um, like they're going to be without the, the likes of Ian Corbett and Keane Sheehan. Both of whom, in fairness, in, in Limerick's moment of a, of adversity last last weekend were I, I thought were exceptionally good. I thought yeah, Chin had a great was, game. Was named on the on the team in, of the in week. Kalani, you know, <coughs> they, they're, going to be, they're, they're going to be without you know their county players. Full stop. You know, Derry Kelly as well probably won't play. But sure, then again, Derry Tracy won't be there for for Kieran. Uh, I still uh, think Derry won't be there for Kieran's. You know, Newcastle have the the squad that to deal with uh, yeah. a few players out. Um, Clahan and Monlean then the city. Had to oppose Monaline, they're the defending champions, not just yeah. of the city, but the 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 county league champions of last year. Yeah, and um, they beat Newcastle West in the final in Mick Neville. I, I, I remember being at it, and uh, it, it's hard to oppose them. But you know, Tahan are tough customers, Jack. Yeah, you know, Tahan are not going to roll over from anybody, and now they've got that bit of experience back at seeing a level. You know. I, I think they'll probably make it def- difficult for him, but it, it, um, at the end of the day, I think Monlin will probably prevail, you know? Yeah, they have that experience. And it's a hurling then, you've the appear to be passed well on penalties last night. That's, that's uh, you know, uh, I, I, I was following that and on, 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 um, the, the, what's the score, you know? Yeah. And like it, 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 it was just just phenomenal. It ended Napiersig one twenty seven, Patrick Swell two twenty four, after extra time, and then yeah. then then Napiersig won it four three and penalties. Fantastic way of preparing for the final. But of course, um, Monolene are, are, are in the final. Yeah, going for a double. Yeah, going for a double. Um, they beat Barry Brown in the semi final, which was a bit of a shock, I would imagine, having suffered relegation last year. Um, it's very, very hard to see beyond the piercing. No, they're going to be shorn a whole rake of players because of, yeah. of involvement with Limerick. Um, but you know, talk about keeping the home fires burning while the boys are away. It's you know, it's business as usual in in the piercing. <coughs> very, very like Newcastle, a bit like Newcastle in the football, yeah. Very, very hard to oppose them, Jack. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with you there. Brough and Gareth Bland in the South final. 
Yeah, um, as I said, Asabrov last week. Um, um, of course, they're without Sean Finn. Um, uh, Gareth Spillane will definitely be without Mark Quinlan. You know, yeah. and thankfully the good news is that Mark is on the way back, you know, and should be back in about three weeks is what I'm told. Um, I go for the bouncers in that, Jack. Because... Um, you know, the bouncers won back-to-back premier um, premier minor. minor championships. Was it 2018 and 2019? Yeah. <laughs> now those lads are stepping up, Jack. Yeah, they're of the age now where it's... it's they are, they are of the age. The, the Ryan Tovens, the Dylan O'Shea's, the Owen Sheehan's, the Kieran Sheehan's of, of, of the Brian Heavies of this world. Um, yeah, I'm going for I'm going for Gareth Balan. Um, and then the West and East, there's still semi-finals to be played. So you have Adair in the final against either Croke, Finney or Newcastle West, who are also seeking a double. But Adair in the final. It's hard to look past the team that are already there. It is. It is. And, um, uh, you know, we, we when we were discussing last year's championship and when we were reflecting in last year's championship, and, um, you, you know, I... I certainly was impressed by Adair last year and as certainly a team that that is on an upward trajectory. And, um, um, of course, there'll be no Declan Hannon, you know. Um, but, um, he, you know, I, I I fancy Adair against whoever comes through. Yeah, and then similarly, Capamore waiting in the East final for either Marubo or, or South Liberties. Now, this, this is a very, very interesting... Um, East uh, finale to the East Championship in that there's not a trace of doing or a hand. Yeah. So to a certain degree, it's going to be a novel. It's going to be a novel, um, <coughs> a novel um, concluding stages. I I have a hunch that Liberties might do it. We, yeah, we, I, we, I liked we, what I saw from him last year as well. Another yes, team and. Um, it were, were liberties to continue on that vein, um, in which they left off last year, which distinctly Jack unlucky in, 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 in that game against Kilmallock, you know, um, who later went on to win the county. Yeah, what a um, game. I look, I, 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 I'm gravitating towards liberties coming through on that and coming through the semi final and then getting through the final, you know. Yeah, it'd be great leading for for the final to get that before championship comes in. Obviously, with six or the five group games again this year. Um, that was that's all to any other business. You were at Schaefer Dave last Saturday night. How did that go down? Oh, we were missing a you to shave your Dave. Look, look, Jack. It 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 was commemorating a special a special individual, and by God, was it a special night. That's great to hear. There, there was a huge crowd there. And um, the, the, the Examiner podcast trio, um, uh, they, they, they decamped to, to, to Bali for the night, you know, and they were absolutely excellent as well as being hilarious. Uh, you know, they, they, yeah. they, 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 they combined it so well, you know. Um, um, you know, the way they married, um, the, the, the series, the series, with the light-hearted, you know, it was, um, they, they, they really, really went down a treat. Now, at the start of the, of the evening, Dave Ryan, um, captain Gareth Spillane, to win the senior championship in 2005, and 
the Intermediate Championship in 2018. He gave a very nice reprise about his uncle Dave Walsh and gave an insight into the life and times of, of Dave Walsh. And then we had um, the first half of the podcast and then we had the 16 boys, 16 men and um, volunteers. And one of them was from as far away as Donnerell in County Cork. Um, so Dave had spread his tentacles during his his life and and um, uh, the, the day were marched up in the respective jerseys of Gareth Spillane and Ballylanders, they ate each and, and were shaved. And, um, you know, some great luminaries that you would have come up on the football field were being shaved and doing the shaving. We had Danny yeah. Froome doing the shaving and we had Jimmy Barry Murphy being shaved. You know, uh, among, among those, we had Donny Ryan being shaved. So yeah. it, 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 it was some... And then at the end of the night, um, Donny Ryan, um, you know, thanked everybody and, um, you know, thanked everybody profusely. But um, it, it, it was extremely well organized, Jack, by the Gary Spillane and Belly Landers clubs. But um, I'm loath to single out anybody, but, um, you know, um, the, the, the man that spearheaded it and, and the driving force behind it. And the man that came up with with, with, with the catchy shave for Dave mm -hmm. um, was 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 Joey Daly of Ballylanders, who you probably know has been a member of the Ballylanders backroom team there for a while for quite a while now, and was former player with Ballylanders. But um, he, he he did a wonderful job in bringing everything together, coming up with the idea, coming up with the name, which of course shave for Dave, it really really caught on. But it it, 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 it it was a great night, Jack. And above all, it was a fitting tribute to the man that they set out to, to remember and to honour. Um, fr from, from beyond the grave, Dave Welsh would have been extremely, extremely proud. Now, and I suppose in a bit of a <coughs> poignant moment, um, it was fantastic to see his twin sister and her husband and son make the journey from England to be there on the night, along with his, his only other sister, which was Esther Ryan, who is the, the mother of, of um, TJ Doney and, and um, uh, Davy Martina and, and Jackie, um, who, who are very, very familiar in the, and the, the wife of Dan Ryan, who, um, who hurled with Gary Spillane for many, many years. It was great to hear that that she had a good night, Matt. And look, it's brilliant to hear all these. We 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 had a great night, Jack. And um, you know, um, you, you sometimes I suppose you you you'd have doubts about these things. How will they go? But this this went just like clockwork, Jack. It just you know, it it you know the the whole thing was organised in such a way that it was so appropriate to the man that was being remembered and honoured. He would have been immensely proud of the way it was done. But of course, you know, were he around, you know, he'd want none of that fuss about him anyway, you know. Yeah, another fitting tribute from the, the GA family that has shown over the last few years and throughout history. Just what a great organisation it is. Before we leave today, Matt, um, you're usually the one here with the history. So I have, a, I have a recent history quiz question for you. So there's 11, I'm looking for 11 names now, right? So they're Limerick in their fourth Munster final in a row. So 19, 20, 21, 22. There's 11 players that have started each of the last three. So name the 11 to start each of the last three without missing one. If you miss one, you're gone. So take your time. 
Nicky Quaid. Nicky Quaid is one. Sean Finn. Two. Barry Nash. No. Nash and Sartre 19 final. I'll give you that one now. So if you're dodging one of them, don't call him. Demnett Burns. Burns, yeah. Five and all of them. Declan Hannon. Yep. Center back and all of them. Kyle Hayes. Yeah. Hayes was 11 and 19 and seven in the last two. And wherever he plays this weekend, we'll see. How many is that? You have five now with one missed. Good old Hegertian Tom Morrissey. Yep. Wing forwards. Keen Lynch, of course. Yeah, Lynch was in midfield in the first two, and he was 11 last year. How many is that, Jack? You have eight of them. You're missing three. Aaron Galland. No. I'll call you now that one. Aaron Galland didn't start last year. Oh, he didn't. No. Graham Mulcahy, of course. Seamus Flanagan. No. Mulcahy is one. Flanagan didn't start in uh, 20. Darrow Donovan? No, he's other his partner. William O'Donoghue. William O'Donoghue started all of them. Darrow Donovan didn't start the 19 final. Or the 20 final, actually. Or, yeah. And Peter Casey started all of them as well. Oh, Peter, yeah. Jackie, you were marvellous. Neil Burns, Declan Hannon, Kyle Hayes, William O'Donoghue, Keane Lynch, Gerard Hegarty, Tom Morrissey, Peter Casey, and... Graham Mulcahy have started all of them. The fellas yeah. you mentioned have all started one or two, but there'll be a quiz out later on today to go through. I'm trying to, to put together all the the teams from the to, since 2000s that have started Munster Finals. So that's a one or seven. The, the, for some of the players, it'll be a sixth Munster Final. For Hannon and Quaid, anyway. And Mulcahy. And Mulcahy, yeah. Sixth Munster Final. It's not bad going, in fairness. Not bad, and yeah. they have... They they have bagged them. Um, they have bagged what? Four already. They bagged four already. Yeah. Um. Fourteen is the only losing final Limerick have had in the last yeah. ten twelve years. Obviously lost in 07, lost in 01, <laughs> 1 in 96, lost in 05, 1 in 94. So there's a great history there, for, and there'll for, be more. For, stuff. Those, for those wonderful servants of Limerick, isn't that? Wouldn't that be a lovely ring to it? Five monster medals. Yeah, there will be five monster medals for for Nicky Quaid, who's been there since 2010. But like, yeah. in the same token, it could be four for Kyle Hayes, who's 23. Yeah. So <laughs> it just goes to show this Limerick team are are very very special. And but, four for Sean Finn. Yeah, well, four for four for the rest of them. But I understand yeah. the, the, how young Kyle is. To have Sean four. Finn has four All Stars to go with it, you know. Yeah, but should we start getting into into the the medals no, they have? No. Jack, I don't know why I mentioned it. We won't go near All Stars. Yeah, we won't. Um, I, I don't want to upset you, but look, we, we'll call it there. We've nearly ninety minutes on the clock, an hour and a half. We went back live. There seemed to be no glitches. No, I'm sure when this goes out, there there may have been some problems. But on my end, anyway, it worked fine, and hopefully for you as well. I hope you enjoyed it. That it wasn't too long. That we got through enough. Um, it's a very busy time in the schedules. Look, that's just what comes with with success. That we'd. I must find look back on it. I must find look forward to. Hopefully, the, the hurlers can go on better than the footballers and win the title and win a fourth successive one and keep Clare's weight going that little bit longer. Um, four o'clock this Sunday in Turles. I certainly can't wait. I'm hoping for 
weather it was very sunny when i started the podcast it's a bit more overcast now so that's the way the weather is going so hopefully from four o'clock to about half five on sunday it'll be sunny and declan hannon can climb the steps yet again in holland terms jack we hope it'll be sunshine for limerick yeah please god but look a huge thank you to you matt and to everyone that listened i hope you enjoyed it and we'll be in touch next week to, to look back in the Munster final. We'll have a qualifier. Definitely look forward to We could have two qualifiers to look forward to. So that remains to be seen. But Or no, Limerick won't be in action. They'll go straight into quarterfinals. But that remains to be seen who Limerick will have next. We probably won't. We might know. We won't know. But uh, we'll know who the footballers have. But this weekend, it's all about that Munster final in Turles. So everyone going. Hopefully enjoy it. Everyone watching at home, hopefully it's a good result and that everyone enjoys my call the weekend. So thank you to you, Matt, and thank you to everyone that listened. You're welcome, Jack. Impression the game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run, that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leading the charge to the left for the game. 45 minutes out. He's a chance to score. He's going to win. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.